This is Church Alive's teaching of the week. For additional teachings or information about the church, go to churchalive.net. We have a very special dear friend of Church Alive that is here to uh, to be with you this morning, to uh, to speak with you this morning, and uh, we know that when this guy preaches, there's an anointing on the word. And that's exactly what we believe this morning. We believe there's going to be anointing on the word preach this morning. Without further ado, give it up for my dear friend, my brother, Pastor Edgar Lee. Yeah. All of my hope is in you. Y'all ought to give God a hand clap of praise for the hope. I'm blessed. How about you? Giving honor to the Father which art in heaven, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit that lead and guide us. It's good to be here today. Amen. This is a new day. Somebody say a new day. This is a new start. This is a fresh. How many of y'all want to walk in a fresh every day? How, wanna, how many of you want new manna every day? Hallelujah. How many know God got it for you? All you need to do is access what he already got. Hallelujah. Well, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We thank God for who he is and what he is. Thank God for my lovely wife. Thank God for Church Alive. I said, thank God for Church Alive. We thank God for the set man of this house, Pastor Gene and his wife. We thank God for them and their absence. We are glad to be here with you, brothers and sisters, on this day. It is a blessing to stand before you today. I honor the Lord in every area of my life. I believe the Lord. How many of y'all believe the Lord? All my hope is in Him. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. How many of y'all got together today? How many of you know old things is passing? See, you got to walk in the faith realm. Old things is passing. That means new things is showing up. Look, God ain't trying to start something. He done finished it. He's waiting for us to access what's already finished. Listen to me. He ain't trying to do it. He done done it. When you, got, when, he, when you accepted Jesus, when you repented of your sin and gave your life to Jesus Christ, God is saying, that's my son, that's my daughter. All I want to do is be a blessing to him. I want to be like a father to a son. This is so good. How I many of you know you're in a good place? I believe Church Alive is a good place so that you can be fed the will and the purpose and the plan of God here. I know that song, All My Hope Is In You, God. How many of y'all received it? You know, somebody might say some of my hope, a little of my hope, but the Bible said we should trust in Him with all of our heart, lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge Him and He shall Direct our path. How many of you know he got your path laid out? How many of you know he wants you to walk down that path? How many of you know sometimes we try to figure out what path to walk? All we got to do is go to the Father. How many of y'all believe that today? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm so glad to be here with you all. It's a blessing. We honor the Lord. And we thank God. Pastor Edgar Lee, Living Word Church and Family Center. How many of you know hope is in him? I want to go to a message today. It's in Ephesians 2 and 10. It kind of ties in with the hope. Hallelujah. You know, we, gotta, we, we, we need to walk in what God has said about us. 
We are in him. We move in hell by way of being in him. I said way of being. How many of you know we have a spiritual identity? Our nation have a spiritual identity crisis. She is trying to, the nation of the United States is trying to find herself. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm talking about trying to identify with something or somebody. But I'm here to tell you today, the church is, is the source. I said the church is the source. You are the light of the world. You can't be hid no more. If you've been hiding now, it's time to rise up and shine. The world needs you. The world needs the gift and the calling that's in your life. They need the ministry to manifest in the power of God to be revealed through you. I told you he done finished. He wants you to access so that his kingdom can come. His will can be done on earth as it is in. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? It ain't about this man, that man, or that man, this color, that color. It's about Jesus. All of my hope is in Jesus. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? This is so real. Oh, God want to be glorified in the earth. He want to be edified in the earth. And that's why he saved you. <laughs> he didn't save you to step down. He saved you to step up. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And when you get up to that place, he wants you to get up to the next place. When you get to that place, he wants you to Listen to me. From dimension to dimension, he wants you to go from one level of life to the next. God ain't short. He can supply all of your needs because he already has spoken. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you feel it in this place? Man, I felt the praise team just singing out of the heart. Amen. I just felt the heart move there. The glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, Ephesians, when you get there, say amen. Ephesians. We're going to believe. How many of y'all are going to believe the Lord with me today? How many of you going to agree with me today? The Bible says where there is unity, there is. How many of y'all believe that today? How many of you know unity changes things? The Bible said it ain't nothing they can't do when they unify. Because I got the brothers and sisters in here that want to unify today. Hallelujah. I thank God for his word. And man, that touched me. Hope. All of my hope. When you sit down and think about it and meditate on it, all of your hope is in him. Faith is. Mm. Let me get into the word. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are his workmanship. <laughs> created in Christ Jesus for good work. Hello people. For good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Somebody said beforehand. beforehand. That means God have already laid it out. We are his workmanship. When we accept Jesus Christ, we become, we, we become part of the family of God. And heirs to the kingdom. Do you hear what I'm saying? Heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm saying something to somebody here today. I'm telling you, if your hope is in him, that means you're joint 
heirs with Jesus Christ. When you accept Christ, you don't accept part of them. You accept the whole package. It's the free gift. He loves everybody the same. He ain't trying to push nobody out of the way. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, came down here to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. We know we got an enemy we fight. The Bible says in John 10 and 10, the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. How many of you know he's doing a good work now? But, but the Bible said, but Christ come to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. That word abundantly means overflow, more than enough. How many of you can receive more than enough? In other words, more than enough is waiting on you. More than enough is sitting in place with your name on it. Hallelujah. He's wanting you, he's wanting you to show up in the enemy's camp. We bind spirit, lay, lay hands on people, cast out devils. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I know it'll work. It'll work in America. I've seen it work. It worked when it was in Haiti. I've seen it work. I've seen it work in Africa. I've seen it work in India. I have seen the power of God manifest the supernatural. See, the more we deny ourselves, the more we look like him. The more we give up, the more he the more we give up, the more it can come in. He want to fill us with his life. I bring my son to be filled with the Holy Ghost and power. Do y'all hear us? Has anybody in here gotten a power in them? See, if you've been born again, whether you receive the power or not, there's power in the Spirit of the Lord. In Jesus Christ is the one that give us access. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I think about this, that we are his workmanship created in Christ. It's all in Christ. The song was saying, I hope is in Christ. It's all in Jesus. You know, I, I have run into people that, are, that is hopeless. How many of y'all know somebody that is hopeless? They don't know who they are. They're trying to find their direction. There's so much going on right now in this country. Young men trying to find their identity. Young ladies trying to find their identity. We're looking for people that are having gender changes and all this kind of stuff going on. Trying to find their identity. Thinking that getting rid of the unborn is going to give you identity. It is not going to give you identity. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? What gives you identity is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He gave his life so that you could have life. The Bible says he came that none should perish. Hello, people. He come that none should perish, but all. Somebody say all. In other words, he didn't leave nobody out. All should have eternal life. What you are saying, there's a spiritual identity crisis that's been going on in our country. And it's time for the church to rise up, speak up, and stand up. There are paid people waiting for you to get in your place so that they can get in their place. God don't do nothing in the earth unless he do it through the men and women of God that walk with him. As many that are led by the spirit, these, uh-huh. Bless the Lord. We're his workmanship. Ain't that something? We're his manufacturer product. 
We're his workmanship, working in the kingdom. How many of kingdom people do I have here? Uh-huh, we're going to move on. Hallelujah. All of our hope is in him. The other day, I was, well, last week before last, I, was, I went to the church to cover up a hydrant. And I went to the back and I pulled the thing up to the house and I looked over there. There was a man sitting behind the church by the air condition. He was sitting there. He couldn't hardly walk. He was hopeless. He had given up hope. I walked over there. I said, what's going on? He was laying on a little piece of plastic. Had three bottles of water in a little Walmart bag. And he had a, a leg artificial leg from his knee down on one side. When I first saw him, his leg was laid out in his other feet. I said, Lord, my God. And I looked at him and I said, brother, what's going on? He dropped his head and just shook and said, nothing. He was hopeless. I said, where you going? What you trying to do? He just kept shaking his head. Everything I asked me didn't have no hope. He didn't have no will. To do for himself. He didn't have no vision. He didn't have no purpose. He didn't have no plan. Ain't that something? But God still loved him just as much as he loved me. I looked at him and I called the police department. They came over in three cars. And I, think, I think they were thinking it was going to get rough. But... They came over, they got out, and they come back there and they saw him. And they start talking to him about his identity, who he were, where he come. He didn't have no identity. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? Yes. See, that's one thing not to have no natural identity, but it's another thing not to have no spiritual identity. Do you hear what I'm saying? We can have natural identity and not have spiritual identity. The natural identity will take us so far, but the spiritual identity... Can hold us up. And we can't finish the race that's set before us. And that man looked at me. And when the folks, they talked to him, they talked to him. He didn't want to say nothing. He, I'm scared. I'm, I, I can't, I can't. I said, brother, it's all right to talk. Say what needs to be said. He told give me social security number and all that. And he still sat there. And they said, look, we call it, the, we call it the emergency wagon. We call it an ambulance over here. Because he looked like he needs help. One of the policemen, he said, I'm glad you found him because the night is going to get to 28 degrees. And he said, I would hate to come over here tomorrow to pick up his body. He said, Brother Lee, he wasn't going to last because he was already shaking. Looked like he was dehydrated, hadn't eaten nothing. He was just there, 43 years old. When the Waiting for the emergency wagon. They went around there. And I looked there. And we was cleaning out around the church. And there was an old rugged cross. <laughs> Do y'all hear what I'm saying? There was an old rugged wooden cross. Looked like it something had ate up some of the parts of it. But it was laid down in front of him. He didn't know he was sitting at the top of the cross. Cross were pointed, dead in. He was five foot from that cross. I looked, and the Lord spoke to me. This is this here is not a natural means. All right. 
Y'all hear what I'm saying? It was something spiritual going on, and I had to catch it. Because I could have said, I ain't got time for him. Y'all take him on. Police, they said, we ain't got nowhere to put him. Maybe the emergency wagon, when they get here, they care so much to put him. And you know what? While they was waiting, I was talking to him about his identity. See, in other words, he didn't, he, he didn't have no identity based upon his mindset. I was telling him who we were in the Lord. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? This is powerful. God began and said, man, look, this is what you was created to be. This is who you are in this area. This is what you were called out to be. I began, he began to brighten up and look up at me. And I said, he's so real. I said, see this cross? He's so real. And I said, that's why me and you having a conversation today. Because he's so real. He was hopeless. But he was hearing some hope. Do you hear what I'm saying? Spiritual identity was bringing him to a place of identity. But y'all hear me now. And they got him up. They put him in the mercy wagon to get him warm. And the guy that was driving the mercy wagon, me and him was talking. He said, man, I wish I could put him up. Some, I'll do this and I'll do that. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Just carry him over to quality in. We'll take care of it. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? All right, when I got over there, he didn't have no clothes. He had been wearing these clothes for I don't know how long. And I called one of the brothers in the church, and they had some of them. They brought him a bag of clothes. And when I carried them clothes in to him at the motel, he looked and saw me, let me in. And uh, I said, brother, it's awful hot in here. You got it on 90 degrees. He said, he said, he said, I'm throwing up. He was so cold that he had to put it on Nana to try to get his body back. Then the mother brother that was driving the emergency wagon went and bought him a hamburger, fried, bought him a big meal. And while I was there, I said, you thought about what I was saying to you when you was behind the church sitting on the ground? He looked at me. He said, yeah. I said, Jesus is so real. He said, you know what? I want him. How many of you know there are people walking around that need the love of God? They need the agape. They need the unconditional love. They need somebody to be an expression of Jesus Christ. I believe in this world today, we need to be able to honor him and who he is and what he is in us. That people may see a way out. We're walking amongst people that is hopeless. They don't know what to do. They don't have vision. They don't have purpose. They don't have plan. They're just existing. They don't have no identity. We, we as believers should have identity and DNA. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? In the things that God has ordained for us to walk in, we are created in his image and in his likeness. As he is in heaven, so shall he be on the earth. That means God is calling us out of something. He's calling us out of something. Now, yesterday was yesterday, but the day is another day. That means we don't live the same every day. That means we're being processed. We're moving from one place of life to the next. And God is being glorified. Hello, people of God. Let me go a little further. Hello, citizens of the kingdom. 
went a little further. Why do I say that? If you've been born again, you ought to be a citizen. And if you're a citizen of that kingdom, you ought to have access to the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And that means if you've got access to the kingdom, that, that's the reason why the Bible said we are kings and priests. Why is that? Because we got a spirituality and we, have, we, are, we got kingship here on the earth. And that means God can represent himself through us. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? In the earth as it is in heaven. Oh, I hear somebody saying amen. We're his workmanship. And we went in there and I ministered to him. And he said, I want Jesus. <laughs> I, I, you know, I did one of those three steps. <laughs> then took and stunt, turned around and did four steps. <laughs> I wanted to keep on to <laughs> but I had to stop. <laughs> and uh, we went ahead and prayed the sinner's prayer. When I got through, I looked him in the eyes. And I said, brother, where is Jesus at now? I was looking around. All right. He looked at me and said, hey. He said, he's right here in my heart. He said, I got him. He said, I can feel him. Yeah. I think I've done a few more steps. <laughs> then I hugged him and said, you my brother. I said, you my brother. I said, man, God is going to bless you. Our, our goal, he was hopeless. But now he got hope. He got spiritual identity. He's connected to the kingdom. And that means now he's a citizen of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And it just blessed me so much. In the next day, I would come in with a church check to pay for another day. And brother called me from New Life. Me and him had communicated. He called me, brother Philip called me, and he said, preacher, where you at? I said, I'm in McGee. I'm heading to the motel. He said, that's all right. I got a man going there now to pick him up and carry him to a place that will take care of him. They'll feed him. They'll get medical attention to him. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Yes. Last night he was lost without any hope. And the next day he's full of hope. Because he got a spiritual identity. God opened up doors that, that's been shit. Ain't that something? But the manifestation in the presence of God was revealed when he was sitting on the ground. The Bible said, one plant, one water, God give increase. If we don't sow no seeds, there is no increase. You hear what I'm saying? We're his disciples. How many of you know we're his disciples? We're the seed sowers. If you don't say that, nothing don't happen. This is a day of boldness. Can't you see the people in the world? They are bold now. They stand up and say whatever they want to say. The news media, they ain't they, they just flocking in. Everybody heading down the same trail. But the church should be a standard of life for everybody to see. We should be the lighthouse on the hill. Do y'all hear you know what I'm saying? We can't be here. Look at somebody and say, we can't be here. There's identity crisis. We're in a time of trouble, difficult. 
dangerous time in 2022 heading into 23. But I believe the church got the answer. I believe the church got a word. I believe the church got the anointing. I believe the church got the power and the ability to do what naturally we couldn't do. That means when we yield unto him, he lift us up. The Bible says he that armor himself shall be exalted. And the Lord will manifest himself through that man or that woman. Listen to me. The only one can limit you is you. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I know y'all know five people that need to be saved. But if you don't walk where he will have you to walk. See, this is a spiritual identity crisis. That means God is wanting to show himself mighty as we are led by the Spirit. See, some people say, I want to be in the kingdom, live in the kingdom. I read a book by Bill Johnson. Talk about in his presence. Open heaven. The way of life. These are books. How many of you know in his presence is the fullness of joy? In other words, when you're led by the Spirit, you become a son or daughter in the kingdom. How many of y'all believe that today? Amen. Somebody say amen. Let's go to Romans 8.14. I'm going to finish shift right quick. Romans 8.14. When you get it, say amen. Spiritual identity. We want to walk where he would have us to walk. All of my hope is in you. I liked it. All of my hope. That was a revelation there. How many of y'all walk in that revelation? How many of you know when you get in trouble, when you get in your valley, you can say, Lord, all my hope is in you. We can't, we, we got to remember him when we get in our valleys. How many of you know sometimes we will get in a valley? I ain't going to say you won't never have no trouble. That means troubles will come, but you don't have to let troubles defeat you. Because in the midst of your valley, hope is going to always be there. Access to the kingdom is always going to be there. The God that said, I won't forsake you nor leave you will always be there. Listen to me. When you're going through your valley, don't walk away from him. Turn to him. I hear one person say, turn to your spirit. And let your spirit rise up in you. And you speak from that platform. Do you hear what I'm saying? In the enemy, how to back off. He got to back off when the Holy Ghost began to stir in your life and the Spirit of the Lord began to flow in you. That means the enemy got to back off of you. Because when you speak from that platform in the Spirit, he got to lose some things. He can't keep holding you hostage. Great is he that's in you than he that is in the How many of y'all catch the revelation? That means our, our hope, our peace, our joy, our happiness. And our sustaining and maintaining life is in Him. Oh my God. Sometimes we get in a bog and He'll pull us out. If you need a roll back or whatever you need, He can pull you out. Amen. Romans 8 and 14. He was talking about the flesh. To be countermanded is death. How many of you hear what I'm saying? That's not a scripture said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That means we're talking about spirituality. We're talking about identity, spiritual identity. That means we got to recognize who we are in the spirit. This scripture tells us something. 
Romans 8 and 14. For as many are led. I think that's, I could stop there. <laughs> I think a lot of people are led. Amen. As many led by the Spirit of God, these are, are what? Somebody said sons. Hello, sons. Hello, daughters. How many of you know, how many led by the Spirit, these are called, listen to me, if you ain't led by the Spirit, you might be called something else. See, most people, if they ain't careful, they're careful, they got more carnality than they do spiritual powers and authority. And the devil will harass you through your carnality. That's when the Bible says to be carnal-minded is dead. That means that he comes through the carnal-minded situation in your life. He comes through the flesh situation in your life. That's the reason why the Bible is telling us as many that are led, as many that let the Spirit lead them and guide them, these are called the sons of God from the Most High. Do you hear what I'm saying? In other words, whatever Jesus said when he said you become heirs and join that, that means that you become that man and that woman in that realm. Because you are led by the Spirit, you have access to the kingdom. And the kingdom have access to you while you're on the earth. That means that we are winners. See, it's already been in place for us. When I said it's finished, that means that God is wanting you to access. Access, access, because it's already there for you. I, oh, my, I tell you, this is good. This is good. As many that are led by the Spirit are called the sons of God. The Bible said we led by the flesh, we shall die. How many of y'all want to live the other day? Sometimes we can be the walking dead. If we ain't led by the Spirit, we're walking in the, in the death cycle. And the enemy have access. You listen to me. One, uh, listen, I don't like hanging out with folks that kill, steal, and destroy. The Bible says, listen, two walk together. How can two walk together unless they agree? I don't agree with the devil. I don't, I don't agree with my flesh. But how many of you know your flesh is entertained? You're here to put you where you don't want to be. How many of you know it gets good at times and then out of a while? <laughs> out of a while when it starts trapping you. Out of a while when the, when the joy run out, when the peace run out. That means you ain't got nothing to go to. But the Bible said to be spiritual minded is life. And life more abundant. How many of y'all want abundant life? I, I'm telling you, I'm talking to some millionaires. I'm talking about natural millionaires in this place. I'm talking to some people needs that's already been met. God will bless you right where you at. That means he raised you up for such a time as this. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? The gifts and calling of God is without repentance. That means God is saying to us today, I have raised you up for such a time as this and anointed you for the times that we are living in. Boy, let me say it again. It's a fresh every day. In other words, there's anointing. I hear the brother singing, it don't run out. That means it's there for you every day. To meet that day and walk through that day and minister to peoples in that day. Y'all hear me? We are anointed and appointed for today. I'm talking to some people in this church today. You are anointed and appointed for this day. 
It may not, you may not feel like it. It may not, I, I may not, you may not see it, but you're anointed and appointed. Jesus said it like this, all things is under my feet. I give you power over the powers of darkness, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. That's powerful. That means that's authority. That's the spoken word. When he said man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That's your spiritual identity. The word helped lead and guide you. But the Holy Ghost will keep you in the middle of that word. And it will lead and guide you to all truth. I've realized in 2022 and going into 23, if we ain't being led by the Spirit, we're going to have warfare that we ain't never seen before. The weapons of our warfare are not common. Remember that now. The Bible talks about the whole armor of God. God got a dress code for you. Yeah. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? That means he want to dress you like he know that you get dressed in his armor, you'll win the victory. You'll have victory after victory after victory. And God will be glorified. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of y'all here? Give God a hand clap of praise in this place. I know y'all love to worship God here. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Boy, I just thank the Lord. How many of y'all got a divine order in place? How many of you know God got a divine order in place? Jesus, Jesus didn't just come to die for us. He died as us. See, some people say he died for us, but he died as us. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's the reason why we are being brought into a place so that God can be glorified. So we, be, we, we are cheering of the most high God. I'm speaking to somebody today. We are not cheering of darkness. I'm, I'm prophetically saying something to somebody today. You might be sitting in here and you don't know Jesus Christ, but I'm speaking it today. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? You are not sons and daughters of darkness. You are sons and daughters of the light. And we speak light upon you today. We speak that every stronghold of the enemy be broken today. Oh, I felt that in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because the enemy ain't got nothing good for you. He come to afflict us with darkness, diseases, sickness, afflicted spirits, poverty, natural disasters. All of these things come from the dark side. But God, in the middle of it all, give us the hope. In the middle of it all, he give us the authority. In the middle of it all, he give us the power. In the middle of it all, he give us his word. How many of you know, he want us to know him. We need to have a personal relationship with him. That is our spiritual identity to know who we are. Praise the Lord. Somebody say identity. Somebody say our time. How many of you know that we can be called the children of God by the world? 1 Corinthians 15, 45, it says something. I might need to turn the turn rack quick. Got something to do with identity. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. And so it is written. The first man, Adam, became a living being. <laughs> the last... Adam became a life-giving spirit. Somebody say Adam number two. 
The first man brought sin and death. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? Born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That means everybody born after Adam and Eve were born in sin. Because they disobeyed God. They rejected God. But how many of you know the second Adam? If we took on the nature of the first Adam, his identity, his natural purpose, that means here comes the second Adam to give us a spiritual identity, life-giving source. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? A life-giving source, eternal life, overflow, more than enough. This Jesus come to give us the promises of the kingdom. That's the reason why we've been redeemed, we've been restored, we've been brought back to the place God will have us to be. So that we can start over. Listen, the first Adam started with this. The second Adam started with it all. In other words, now we access into that realm of the kingdom. That means that Adam and Eve messed up in the garden but Jesus Christ. <laughs> he come to set us free. The Bible said we are his workmanship. All of it is in him. So if we look like the old man, let's look like the new man. If we walk like the old man, let's walk like the new man. If we speak like the old man, let's speak like the new man. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. That means that we may not be accessing the all, but it's our time. 2022 and 23, it's our time to access the all. How many of you hear me today? We are spiritual sons and daughters of God. That means we have access to the kingdom. And the kingdom awaits us. It awaits us. Jesus said, come unto me and I'll give you life. Ain't that something? He awaits us to come to him. Bless the Lord. That's powerful. The first man and the second man. So we need to walk in the power of his, somebody say his might. Luke 4 and 18, this will be our last scripture. Luke 4 and 18. When you get to say man, somebody say identity. This is the identity of the church. This is the identity of the church. That means God have already processed everything. He's waiting for you and I to access the process of everything that's already there. Luke 4 and 18 said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. How many of y'all feel that anointing today? Have you been born again? You feel the burden. You feel the outcry. You feel the desire. You feel the will and the purpose. You have a mind. You have ears to hear. You have a desire in you. Listen to me. You have a desire in you for those that can't help themselves. When I looked at that man sitting there, he couldn't help himself. But I had a choice to make. Do I go one mile or the second mile? Y'all hear what I'm saying? I could have quit any time. I'd have still been all right. But that would have been the limit of my Ability to do what God called me to do. And try to put it off on somebody else. Let me call this brother or that sister. Let me call somebody else and let them handle it from here on out. 
I'm a pastor. I ain't got no business trying to handle all this and that. Listen to me. Sometimes God put us in a place to let, let us see who we are. We can preach this and we can teach that and we can tell other folks, but when it comes to your house, when it comes to your decision, when it comes to who you are, what are you going to do? Sometimes things come to you just for you to make a decision. You're praising and honoring the Lord and when that time comes, what do you do? Where is your hope? If your hope is in Him, and all your hope is in him. Guess what you do? When you see people that's hopeless, you give them hope. You don't just give them a word and turn your back and leave them sitting there. You give them hope beyond that spiritual hope you're talking about. Because you have to start meeting their needs. The Bible said, when I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was naked, did you clothe me? When I was in jail, did you come visit me? How many of you know Jesus said, when you've done it to the least one of these, thy brother, you have done it unto me. See, that's a sign of spiritual identity. Because you don't look at the natural realm like other folks look at the natural realm. See, when we start looking at the natural realm, gauging ourselves based upon the natural realm, we will eventually lose hope because when it don't work out for us and it fails, and it disappoints. It comes to dead end and we don't know what to do then. But if our hope is in him. Our spiritual identity is in him. Things shift. And then they change. And he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, To proclaim liberty to the captive. And recover of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Hello, church alive. I read a scripture that identifies the church. Because we are connected to Christ. And that means Luke 4 and 18 is our connection. This is the attribute of the church. This is what the church is supposed to do. We're supposed to see people like he sees them. If our, spiritual, if our spiritual life is in place, we'll hear them like he hear them. We'll touch them like he touched. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And the manifestation of his glory will take place. One scripture said in Ephesians 1 and 3, it said we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Can y'all receive that today? We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. I didn't say going to be. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. I, I can say it like this. I'm a blessed man. If that scripture is true, I'm a blessed man. You're a blessed man. You're a blessed woman. That means that God have already blessed you. With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place. Our identity, who we are. Our DNA is connected to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. One scripture said we are seated with him in the heavenly place. I ain't just seated down here on the earth. I'm connected to the heavenly realm. I'm seated with him in the heavenly place. How did I get there? Through Christ Jesus who gave his life for me. How many of you know we've been loved? We are loved. He loved us so much that he gave his own. 
sons. You know when these guys up here singing, these sisters and brothers up here singing, they sang it out of their heart. They sang in scriptures. They're saying what the words say about us. And when we join in, we become one big family. And the glory of God is revealed. Amen? Amen. How many of y'all are blessed? Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. I can say it like this. Give God the best, best praise you got. Amen? Amen. If, if your football team just scored the winning touchdown, would you sit there? <laughs> I, I watched a football game the other day and I told my wife, look at all of them standing in the rain. 90,000 people. I said, we, we can't hardly get people to come sit in an air-conditioned church. That's right. I said, I think they're more radical. And it's time for the church to get more radical. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? We affect people when we get in the place God will have us to get in. Hallelujah. Well, bless the Lord. How many of y'all believe the Lord today? How many received the word today? We're going to believe the Lord in prayer. Amen? Amen. Y'all open your hearts and pray with us. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus to say thank you. We thank you for who you are and what you are in our lives. We thank you for what you have done and what you're going to do. We thank you for the word, Father. They gave a word this morning in praise, hope, Father. But, Father, we declare and decree this day that there's a spirit realm. There's a natural realm. Fathers, those that have been born again, sons and daughters of the spirit realm, connected to the king and the kingdom. We pray, Father, that your ministry will be revealed in this church like never before. There will be an endowment come up on this ministry that will break every stronghold. When people come through the door, they will feel the great anointing. I believe we're living in this time, Father, where the supernatural going to become natural. Where people are going to be able to just walk by people and healing going to take place. Strongholds going to fall. I declare and decree this day that every stronghold be broken. Jesus name every, every, every hopeless situation every hopeless situation God you will manifest your glory I feel it in the spirit that there are some sitting here there's offspring, they're cheering it's going through such trauma they're going through, there's a time look like they won't listen it's a time of, of rebellion in, in your home with your family and those that are around you but I hear the Lord saying trust in me with your heart establish yourself in my word and decree a thing and watch it come to pass he was he's saying don't back off decree before me the Lord thy God and I will set the captives free I recover sight to the blind. I will heal the broken heart. I set at liberty to those that are oppressed. It's the time of God's breakthrough. There's somebody here today. They're talking about quitting. I can't, I can't get all of it out here just quitting. They're talking about quitting. I pray it ain't your marriage. I pray it ain't the church. I'm speaking to you today. The Lord said, just come before me. Tell me all about it. 
give it to me. One scripture said, cast all your cares upon him. Jesus said, I will give you rest. Come unto me, all you labors and the heavy labors, and I will give you rest. There's somebody in this church in the midst of a strong struggle, but I hear the Lord saying, come unto me, and I will give you rest. You got to come to him with a sincere heart. You got to come to him unselfishly. Just come and put it all before him. And he will cover you. He will keep you. He will strengthen you. If you don't know Christ today, you may be sitting in this church, but Jesus loves you. And if you don't know him, he wants you to know him. He wants you to know how good he is. He wants you to know his love for you. He wants you to know that he can be there for you regardless of the situation. Don't let your past miss the opportunity to give Jesus your life. Because that's what life is at in Christ. All you got to do is open your heart and say, Jesus, come in. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Maybe there's someone here that will have backslid. They have went through trials. And they have went through trouble. And now they have backslid. They don't want to hardly come do this or do that no more. They are walking away. They don't pray no more hardly. They don't read their Bible no more hardly. They are just kind of backing away. But God is calling your name today. He's saying, I got a new thing for you. I'm going to show you great and mighty words. There's somebody need to receive that word. If you're here today, you need to receive that word. He said, I'm going to show you great and mighty words. He said, that you have, known, have never known before. When you come to him, he's going to reveal things to you. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for the ministry. I thank you for the anointing in this church. I thank you for the call of God in this place. I thank you, Lord, that you ordained this ministry to do in the earth what you ordained for it to do. And we thank you, Lord, as it go forth, spiritual identity, as it go forth, the reality of the truth, as it go forth, the manifestation of your glory, as it go forth, it will reveal to not only this community, but joining communities for the glory of your kingdom. We declare and decree upon the earth that this ministry will be the ministry continually as the pastor. He may not be him, but we speak over his life. Lord, that you will cover him and his wife and family. We declare and decree that you will keep him strong, keep him healthy, keep him going, keep him up, Father, that he may be able to finish strong in this hour. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, that we all finish strong and not weak. That we fulfill the destiny and purpose of life that you have set before us. I thank you, Lord, for this day that Jesus Christ died and he rose from the dead to give us this life, to give us this day. And he sits at the right-hand side of the Father in a seat for the glory of his kingdom. I thank you, Lord, that your glory is being revealed. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God a hand clap and pray. Thank you again for listening to Church of Life's Teaching of the Week. We invite you to join us for the Sunday morning worship service every Sunday at 10 a.m. or learn more at churchalive.net.